Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Rich Reflex. I'm so excited to introduce to you, for those of you who do not know, my life partner, the father of my child, um, Leo. Uh, we wanted to take some time also to uh, come together to share a little bit about you know, as we reflect and look back on our marriage over the last seven years. In July, last month, we just celebrated our um, seventh year anniversary. <laughs> He's laughing because I got it wrong, but it's not fair because he has it tattooed. Eh, here, he has he has the dates tattooed here. But anyways, we just celebrated our seventh year anniversary and we took some time to also reflect back on the journey, the lessons. We would also like to say that we are by no means any experts in this thing called marriage uh, we're still learning and growing mm. along the way uh, in fact have so much more to learn and grow but over the last seven years we have also learned some really valuable lessons that have helped us through our journey to help our marriage become better stronger and would you say that we're more loving well i think our, our love has uh, evolved right um but um yeah i mean we can get into details but you know, like you said, I, I, I think uh, we are no experts, um, but hopefully, you know, through our very raw Candid, and honest yeah. sharing, yeah, we would be able to um, help people out there. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So we also wanted to say that, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been, uh, I mean, we, we also went through major changes in our lives, in our relationships. We had our first child, became first-time parents. We're trying to navigate through all of that. And at the same time also, uh, moved in with my in-laws, you know, um, who are uh, much more elderly to take care of them. Uh, and also, you know, Leo had a career transition, a major one for Leo. Uh, for the last 30 years of his career life, professional life, he you know, was working... <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> then what? Uh, 20 odd, yeah, but not quite 20. 29, you know, but I just rounded it up. But anyways, um, he was working for a large organization and over COVID, um, they closed down. And so anyways, Leo finally, you know, came out to start on his own, uh, which is amazing, right? But it also brings about a whole lot of risks and challenges that we face together now as a family. Uh, so navigating these three big things for us, um, uh, was a real challenge and I think certain things that we're going to share have also really helped us through uh, this uh, challenging period. Without further ado, are you ready, Leo? Always. Okay, now before we start, maybe I'll warm you up first. Leo, um, you know, some questions that I got some of my team members to send in just to um, have some fun is, okay. I, so I doubt it's your team <laughs> This is all you, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so who takes longer to get ready for a night out? For sure, it's you. For sure, it's Leo. You start earlier. You take a longer time in general. I do okay, not. I know, it's, I me, it's me, it's me. Okay, it's me. <laughs> Who hawks most of the bed? Oh, sometimes I find myself uh, <laughs> literally so close to the edge, I will just fall over. <laughs> in fact, I think maybe I'll feel more comfortable sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Is <Yeah>. that bad? <laughs> I, I always tend to just go towards him in the bed. But it's just because I want to be close to you. Um, Anyways. <laughs> um, who gives in first during a fight? Um, you. Me, yes. yes. Um, who's a better cook? 
Okay, this one, I know Leo might say that it's him. But I would like to explain that I think because he enjoys cooking so much, I just let him cook. But <laughs> No, because you but simply actually, can't cook. No, but actually if I really want to, I think I can. I am a, a pretty good cook. And no, my- so I remember when we, during the early days when we first started dating, right? Remember? Yes. You know, you had this uh, Food blog. Food blog. Yeah, and I was deceived into thinking that, <laughs> hey, actually, wow, she can also cook. But- <laughs> Yeah. But no, yeah. Leo and I took some time out, you know, as we reflect on our marriage anniversary to also um, share some of our wins, some of, you know, the challenges that we've faced and some of the lessons. So I hope that mm-hmm. this blesses you in some way or another. So one of the first lessons that I learned, and maybe I will start with this, is um, I realized, you know, over the years that a better and stronger relationship starts with a better and stronger me. I think, especially in the early days of our relationship, of our marriage, I used to think to myself, hmm, how can I make Leo, uh, you know, a better listener, pay more attention, more of this, more of that. How can I make him more like me? Firstly, I must also caveat that um, both of us are extremely different. We have extremely different personalities. Uh, we have ex- extremely different upbringings. And if you know us, as our, our friends and family know, we are really like polar opposites. So in the early days, you know, I was thinking of ways like, okay, how come even like the way he handles conflict uh, versus me? We're so different. We process differently. I'm someone who needs to talk it out and trash it out there and then. Uh, for example, Leo is someone who needs time out to process, to take time. Uh, but I'll get so frustrated at that. I remember there were days and nights where I would just shake him and wake him up from the bed, you know, just to iron things out and talk things through. Yeah, um, I, I remember because um, whenever we have um, arguments, uh, she was the first time she was so shocked that I would actually be able to go off to sleep, Yeah. right? Um, and she'd be like, oh my God, how can this guy, you know, just leave it like that? and sleep soundly <laughs> snoring um, um, yeah but like you know like Rachel was saying is it, trying to understand because the way I approach um, conflicts as you said uh, is really to and most of the time right when when we are arguing you, you find that I don't really uh, respond yeah right because I'm I'm listening and I'm processing and I take all of that yeah um, and um, you know I have my me time which is yeah. typically at the gym yeah. Right. And that's where I start really, believe it or not, when I'm working out, I'll, I'll think about, um, you know, whatever we talked about, what our disagreements were, and uh, I'll come to mm. some sort of a realization uh, or understanding. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, you know, it's it's very different. And yeah. in the beginning, it was, it was, it uh, was tough. Yeah. I, I was offended. I took it the wrong way. I took it that. You know, you don't love me enough. I, I really learned along the way and, and so many other things also, right? That the temptation is to always say like, how can I make my partner different? How can I make him more of this, more of that? But I've learned uh, that I need to start with the one thing that I can control, which is myself. What can I do differently that, you know, will not make him so triggered or make him misunderstand where I'm coming from and I think really starting with myself and reflecting on what I can do better to make the situation and therefore the relationship and the communication better was something that I felt changed everything for me you know I used to be that kind also where last time 
when you're in church listening to sermons, when a pastor were to preach, you'll preach about something, I'll be always like, oh my God, he's talking about you. Or like, oh my, that message is for you. But actually learning along the way that, my goodness, it's actually so much more about myself. And you know, there's this verse that says, before I take out the speck of dust in my partner's eyes or someone's eyes, to take out the plank of wood in my own eyes first. So I think it's really learning to... You, you were paying attention in church. <laughs> Duh. But it's really just to start with myself and controlling what I can control, which is which is myself. Yeah. The next thing is really um, remaining curious about each other. Yeah. I think through the years, we evolve, we change, um, we grow. Who we both were on the first few days or first few times that we just met is so different from the people that we are now. We have grown and evolved so much. So I think it's really important to continuously stay curious about each other. Yeah, we were we were just talking about it uh, the other day. You know, love languages, right? Yeah. We, we all know about um, the love languages and how everyone's love language is different. Um, so, you know, Rach was so appalled one time when... You know, I told her that, you know, my my love languages have changed, <laughs> simply changed. And she could not believe or accept it. She said, how can that be, right? And then she, she didn't believe it, but uh, I went she to went Google. to Google it, right? So initially, your love language, to when, when we first started, his love language was touch and words of affirmation. That is sort of quite natural to me to give because I'm also... Uh, you know, my love language to give is also touch, uh, words of affirmation. Then along the way in our relationship, he told me that, you know, you're not showing me enough love in the way that I want. I said, oh, why, why are you trying to say, what, what, what do you mean? Your love language has always been touch and, and words of affirmation and I give you a lot. And he just told me, no, it has changed. I was like, what? How can you just change on your whim and fancy? But anyways, as Leo said, I went to Google mm-hmm. and I found that, my goodness, Gary Chapman himself, you know, the founder of Love Languages, he said that our love languages do change, you know, along the way. So Leo's love language suddenly became acts of service and um, quality time. For me, it's also like relearning and rediscovering again and not taking it for granted. And then also then, you know, finding ways to really show love and affection in the way that he would receive it best in that season. Mm-hmm. So by the way, has it changed since then? Um, can we take this offline? <laughs> no, no, I, it hasn't changed uh, since then. It was quite recent, right? Yeah, uh, just yeah. maybe last year. But yeah, okay, that's good to know. The, the story is also to share like, you know, like how we continuously grow and evolve and how important it is to constantly remain curious uh, in each other. I think for me, that's super important be- because... Um, you just have to make time to really, uh, you know, like you, you put it to be curious, but uh, more, you know, being interested in asking your partner, right? Um, always, always be asking, you know, because I think you'd be surprised, pleasantly surprised that um, by asking more, you find out even more about your partner that maybe you didn't know before because uh, like we touched on earlier, um, you know, your relationship just evolves mm. over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next one. This one also is a revelation for me. I think for me, it's learning to articulate my needs instead of expecting him to be a mind reader. 
Uh, I think maybe especially in the early days of our marriage and relationships, I would expect Leo to know exactly how I'm feeling, what I need, and to just basically be able to read my mind. And I would get mad or angry if I felt like he doesn't know what I'm thinking or he doesn't know what I need. And along the way, I learned that, you know what, Rach, I think to spare each other the misery. And by the way, it's also not fair to expect someone to be able to always constantly be able to read your mind. Um, why don't I just try to express my need um, and express, you know, what is it that I'm feeling or what is it that I need in that moment? Even as simple as, honey, I need a hug now, you know, or instead of sitting there sulking, um, feeling down and Leo maybe doesn't know exactly in that moment what is it that I really need or what is it that I'm really feeling or coming home and sharing that you know honey I had a really bad day my emotional tank is zero um, could you please help me to cover for Ollie for example and I think all of this really also helps like makes it so much easier for both of us you know just for me sharing openly and articulating it openly and honestly with Leo and then Leo on his part you know after hearing that knows exactly um, okay, what I need, what he needs to help to step in with. So this is something that I feel lessens a lot of like arguments, quarrel, unfairness, injustice, or just basically, yeah, expecting someone to be able to read your mind when there's no way that anyone is 100% a mind reader. Okay, and our next lesson is timing matters. And this is something that I learned from Chelsea Smith. Uh, she shared, you know, that Timing matters and she really shared the analogy of a banana. You know, we all know a banana, it's a delicious snack, it's full of potassium. But a green banana, when you consume a green banana, it's sour, it leaves your teeth feeling squeaky. So a yellow banana and a green banana, the same thing with only one difference, timing. This analogy has really stuck with me because it really reminds me that, you know, as important as the content is, the timing of when we deliver the content is golden. There are going to be tough conversations that we will have to have with each other through the course of life, be it around finances or, you know, family, basically just really difficult conversations. And I think it takes wisdom to know when is the right time to do it. The right time is generally, you know, the time where you're emotionally calm, both of you are emotionally calm. And also the right time is when both of you have the right energy in a sense where, you know, it's not when we're both tired, short-fused, uh, we don't have the capacity to really take in the feedback or have this difficult conversation. So I think timing has been really important. And over, like I shared earlier, over the last couple of years when we were going through major changes in, our, in both our lives, there were so many times where both of us have had to sit each other down to talk through some really difficult and thorny issues. Uh, and I think one of the things that I've learned, you know, from, from this is really the real benefit and value of, for me, being able to hold my tongue and find the right time to get Leo out to just talk through important uh, and difficult conversations. Yeah, I, I used to remember during the early days when we were trying to um, understand each other's uh, habits, you know, talking about timing, right? Yeah. Uh, you would want to usually approach it at the end of the day meaning uh, for example like I, I'd be all ready for bed because I sleep early uh, because I wake up early right and uh, she'll say she'll put me sit me down and I mean we're already in bed right and yeah she'll say, uh, okay we need to talk about this and that yeah right and in the past I used to get 
really annoyed because yeah i need my five hours of sleep right uh and then i was like oh my you know thinking to myself then <laughs> and like oh what did oh, i get myself yeah. into <laughs> no i mean it's like yeah why why did you choose right now to do it when you know we had the like the entire day for example i think for us now because uh especially for you know everyone out there uh you know busy with work busy with family busy with children for us i think now we we find that it's better when like you said right you know uh, we do this now when we go out for meals we talk it over meals because yeah. we are we are both calm you know uh, we are enjoying each other's company perhaps you you know you're in a, in a, a setting that uh, allows for it mm. right uh, in in you know some of you might feel like oh you know if you are discussing important issues what if you know you don't want to make it you know so public or you know if it leads to an argument in public you know but i think being in the right environment is very important so it it may work for some it may not for yeah. others yeah so i yeah. think it's about finding what works for you and your partner uh, and learn it from us, right? From having too many right conversations at the wrong time. Uh, I think that is, yeah, that is such a waste and so detrimental also to the relationship. Um, so I think for us, you know, timing matters and timing, we define it. It's really, you know, um, having the right mind space, the right energy, and also, you know, emotionally, both of us are calm and ready to talk through the issue as objectively as possible. Yeah, and I think also don't be afraid to reject your partner um, if if you yeah like you say you know you're not in the right frame of mind yeah um and you rather do it another time yeah, yeah. but just also then give them yeah you know yeah. Uh, an alternative as to when you want to do it mm. the next one is something that is also very close to Leo's heart don't sweat the small stuff yeah because you know sometimes uh, I. Actually, quite often, I I'll tell Rich. Um, <laughs> Who's yeah. counting? Who's taking scores, Liu? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you you tell me too. Um, you remind me of what I usually say, right? When you face uh, a difficult period or difficult season in your life, or you have disagreements with your partner, uh, there may be episodes where you sort of bring up, um, you know that. In terms of magnitude, right, or importance, then uh, it may be very different, right? So I always say don't sweat the small stuff, right? Because if you're talking about something, a bigger issue, then focus on that issue rather than, you know, things that really don't matter um, at that point of time um, or at that stage of your life. Yeah. Right? For me, it's also having this mind frame of, you know, the five 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 mind frame. Uh, sometimes when I get so annoyed or so triggered or frustrated at something, I ask myself, okay, will this matter in five minutes? Will this matter in five months? Will this matter in five years? If the answer is no, then I'll just let it go and sometimes just laugh it off, you know, with Leo. And yeah. and, and I think that helps me reframe my perspective. Like, you know, don't, don't waste my energy also uh, in getting triggered and angry at something and starting an argument that actually when you think about it, you know, it doesn't need to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's something that really helps us. And Leo, you want to share also, like, don't sweat the small stuff. Like, how I always leave things around. I, I just wanted to be nice and not No, 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 it's it. fine. You can you can talk about that. Um, you sure? Yeah, yeah. 
So the thing is, you know, just to set context, as I shared earlier in the, in the episode, Leo and I are extremely different. He's extremely neat and tidy and OCD. And I am basically just a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, you used to really uh, upset me, um, you know, when, uh, you know, Rach would... Uh, we we, we ha- have this dining table, for example, that's pretty big. Um, and, you know, she'd come home and just put her bags um, and then everything, you, you receive um, parcels, pur- pur- purchases, right? And you just leave it there. And it all piles up over time. And, you know, in the past, I used to be like, oh my God, I can't believe there's a person that's actually <laughs> like that, right? Uh, and I used to joke with her. I said, maybe next time I'll design a table that has a slight <laughs> angle. Slope. So that, yeah, you know, so things any- will just slide off. Yeah, it's anything that you put on, it will just slide off. But I genuinely, I remember there were arguments, like there were times that Leo would say, why do you leave your stuff on the table again? And I would come out to the dining table and be like, what stuff? Actually, I genuinely don't see the mess that he sees. I think over the years... Um, yeah, it, it just sort of doesn't really bother me because um, you can't change uh, someone to... Yeah, not that it doesn't bother you, sorry. I was I think you learn to not let it bother you. Yes, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, learn to not let it bother me. Because I also realised that uh, she, will, she will never be uh, like me, right? Um, and I, I, I don't think uh, you can change someone... Uh, who's who's sort of you know been like that when he met my family and my parents and he went to their homes and when he just hang out more with them he realized okay wow this is really conditioning you know like leo i remember my mom one time she caught him at our house uh there was uh, just a floor mat at, at in the kitchen and he would subconsciously just use his feet to adjust the floor mat to straighten it to align with I don't even know what he was aligning to but just to straighten and align it to the floor towel (laughs) and my mom was shocked and horrified that someone actually to her is like what? and then anyways from there we also learned you know wow actually we have such different upbringing and conditioning that also a large part of why we are the way we are which is not an excuse especially for things that are very very important right Um, but why we are the way that we are it's also largely because of the way we were brought up Mm. Yeah. Mm. So so are you happier now that you don't sweat the small stuff? Uh, yes, are you totally. a happier man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I walk past the dining table every day. Um, so that conditions me too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one. After don't sweat the small stuff, you know, we, we also thought that, hey, but hey, hey, it's the little things that matter. And when we say that, what we really mean is like, you know, not taking the little things for granted that we do for each other, really having this culture of appreciation in our marriage, um, little gestures, little words of affirmation. Yeah, so I don't know how it, how it all started also. But um, yeah, whoever, you know, wakes up first uh, or whoever goes to 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 brush their teeth. First, you know, usually first, is Leo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so we, we always, you know, um, after using the mouthwash, also pour... Um, uh, a portion of it you know to leave it behind uh, for each other right yeah. yeah and that for me you know it's such a simple small seemingly small gesture but 
it helps me feel so loved and like oh he thought of me and you know doing it every day yeah um so so when i don't pour then she knows that i'm upset with her <laughs> <laughs> so that's leo's way of showing that there's something brewing there's something yeah. i need to speak to him about it and the next one is you know lightness and humor that is something that's so important that have helped us really lighten up and loosen up in our relationship and just really learn to laugh at each other, uh, at ourselves. And I think that has added so much colour into our relationship, right? Yeah, because you're <laughs> always quite uptight. Right? <laughs> no, so... that's not that's not the truth. Okay, Leo, you know, as also his conditioning, the way he's brought up, personality, sometimes it's much easier for him to become like tense, uptight and take things too seriously. So what happens when in a conversation I find that, oh my God, okay, Leo is getting too uptight. I would just, you know, like, I would just emulate, like pretend to unscrew unscrew him to loosen up. Like I'll go, to unscrew him, to let him know to loosen up and to lighten up um, and not be so uptight. So, and I think that really helps, you know, even if it's like a silly gesture, like, I, I think we get it. <laughs> like when I when I hang out with your family as well, right? Uh, it's so different, as you've mentioned, from mine, um, and uh, it's made me, I guess, uh, more light-hearted individual. You know, not wow. always taking things so right? seriously. We never knew we could get there, but we did. The next one is beats of connection. You know, this is something that I shared also in our previous episode with Leo um, on how this is something that has really helped uh, when we are intentional and when we pay attention to each other's bits for connection. Throughout the day, actually, as human beings, we make bits of connection to our partners and loved ones. It can be eye contact, it could be a little gesture, it could even be like, you know, touching, putting our hand on each other. Or it could even be like, hey, honey, look. You know, I wanted to share you know, a cute video with you or, you know, honey, how was your day? Tell me more about it. We can either turn towards each other, which is the positive interaction, or turn away from each other, which is like ignoring or even like, uh, never mind, I'm not interested, you know, like a negative interaction. So for us, it's also paying attention to that and noticing that, okay, oh my God, that was Leo's beat for connection. So there are some times where I'm trying to beat for his connection uh, and he would miss it. Uh... And I would just tell him, just back to, you know, like learning to articulate my needs instead of expecting him to be a mind reader. Um, I would just tell him like, oh, honey, that was my attempt at a bit of connection and you missed it. I'll just tell him and then for me, just let it go because he would just, oh, oh no, so sorry, I missed that. But let me get back to you later. You know, then that is also a, a positive interaction. So what are some ways that we beat for each other's attention? For me, it's, um, yeah. you know, spending quality time with you, right? My, one of my love language. Love languages, yeah. yeah. Love languages, yeah. Um, because you're, you're extremely busy, um, you know, with LB and also, uh, you know, helping all the women out there and also with your <laughs> podcast, right? Oh, I, I think you help the men too. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so I really treasure... Uh, each time we go out for meals uh, because that's really uh, you know uh, remember we had the conversation where I was like in the past I would even find time when we were driving to a destination right to want to talk about our day 
right? But you know, you were busy. I with would your always emails just be on my like, phone. Yeah. You know, I actually Leo would be, you know, trying to beat for my attention, but I would just completely miss it. He would try to like, oh, how was your day, right? Or like, oh, yeah. what is it that's working you're working on now, or what is it on your mind? Something like that. But I would just continue to just be on my phone. Uh, and, and then I will always say, oh, it's not talking time. Mm. Remember? Mm. Um, and subsequently, Leo will share me that, hey, actually, that to him is turning him away. And, you know, um, he didn't yeah, feel very good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just being more mindful and aware when, you're, yeah. when your partner um, says something or does something. That, yeah, yeah it's... And you know that it's a bit for connection. I think for me, it's like, usually like Leo says, at the end of the day, I would want to share with him a funny video I came across or a, a conversation I had with someone that I really wanted to share with him uh, or just anything, right? Or even silliest things like, oh, honey, if one day I were to, you know, something were to happen to me, will you still love me? <laughs> and putting him through all of that scenarios, uh, and actually, I learned that, oh my goodness, that is the time where Liu is the most tired, the least energy to entertain me, but he still tries to. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is, I've heard this long ago, but more recently also hearing it from Brene Brown, from uh, Michelle Obama, where they said, marriage is not 50-50. Wow. And actually, when Liu and I talked about it, it's like so, it's so, so true because we learn that, you know, each of us go through different seasons, you know, in our lives and as, as a married couple. And there are so many times where we have had to maybe cover for each other emotionally, financially. Um, I remember there were so many times where I'm just emotionally and mentally drained, different seasons of my life. Uh, and I just told Lulio, I'm so sorry, like, in this period, I don't have the capacity to be able to you know, do this, this, this for you and the family. Could you just step in for me and cover for me? When you shared with me um, this uh, article, right, um, this excerpt from what uh, Michelle Obama was saying, uh, it totally makes sense, you know. So what she was saying is uh, when she first, uh, you know, bring up uh, the two girls with uh, Barack, right, um, she was just, yeah, saying, oh, how come you have time to go play golf? <laughs> Uh, and and gave, she gave other examples um, and she also said, you know, she recognizes that sometimes, you know, um, she's at 70, he's at 30, that sort of thing. Uh, and it totally, totally makes sense, right? Uh, especially now, um, like earlier you said, you know, I've, I've transitioned, you know, having started my own business now for over a year, uh, in, the, in the beginning it was tough and I had to say that to you as well, right? Um, and you really stepped up and became that rock for for the family, right? Yeah, and I think it's also not about like taking scores, you know, like, oh, I have been, you know, the 70% for the last six months or whatever, right? I think it's also just really understanding that there are ebbs and flows in a relationship and knowing that this is a time where Leo is down to 30% and he really needs me and I'm going to step up and vice versa. That's why I think it's not realistic to expect a relationship to always be like 50-50 and that's where we draw the line. And he will always give his 50% and I will always have to give my 50% whether emotionally, mentally, financially, anything. So I think it's really recognizing that there will be seasons of like 80, 20, 70, 30, 60, 40, whatever. And you just have to accept it and know that, you know, 
this, these seasons will come and go and there will be a time when you are down and you will need you know your partner to cover and step in for you mm. so i think these are some of the lessons that we have learned you know through our um, reflection on our journey so far we were still on this journey there's still so many ups and downs and challenges that we are doing our best to also work through uh, and then at the same time i feel that you know what's most important is just being very intentional about you know our own growth and our growth as a couple mm-hmm. and to support each other through it leo do you have any last words in life uh, you know it's it's never you know, a straight road, right? Um, there are always, we always tell all the humps and bumps along the way. Uh, and marriage uh, is is exactly uh, what you always say, right? It's it's um, it's not, not a marathon, right? It is a marathon, Leo. It is not a sprint. Ah, did I? Yes. <laughs> it is not a sprint. Not a sprint. Okay, a... Nicole, please cut that out. <laughs> it's okay. We can leave that. No, but um, like like we said, yeah, marriage is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And I really always believe that marriage is hard. It really takes work. Two ever-evolving people coming together, committed to the same vision uh, and mission in their lives, in their families. Uh, I think it really takes a lot of work and intention. But there is also so much joy that comes out of, you know, um, the union as well, right? Mm. And I think one of the things that we, we didn't really get to add into the list was really also then surrounding ourselves with couples that have strong marriage or strong values. Uh, and I think that's something that Liu and I, we are very intentional about. We will put ourselves in the presence or in the company of couples, you know, that we respect, that we love, uh, that we honour, that we've seen that, wow, they actually portray such a good value as, you know, a partner, a husband, a wife, uh, and together also their marriage is strong. When we say strong, you know, it doesn't mean that it's perfect, but it's strong, it's rooted in the right values that we want to be able to also uh, have. And we intentionally surround ourselves with people like that, mentors like that, that have also inevitably, you know, influenced and rubbed off on us. Thank you so much for tuning in again to another episode of Rich Reflex. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and also maybe took away a thing or two from our lessons, uh, from our journey so far. Um, Again, you know, if you have enjoyed this episode or learned something, uh, we would love to hear from you. Let us know, you know, what is something that uh, you took away. And we hope... I hope to see you at the next episode, Leo. I don't know when you will. Um, and if you if you all want to follow me on my socials, <laughs> I have a YouTube, and it's <laughs> okay. oh, a podcast coming soon. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, and have a good week ahead. Bye. Bye.